99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. Dipetro.com, by the way, brought to you by Just Angels. You know, unique gifts. Check it out. You go to the website, dipetro.com, and then you just scroll down a little bit, and you'll see some tremendous uh, companies. It depends on the device you use. If you're using a laptop, it's on the right-hand side. Otherwise, you have uh, RE Coogan and Heating, helpful, trust, um, trustworthy, and reliable. I love Operation uh, Made is now open, one veteran at a time. These are unique items, all made by veterans. You have the link for Mills Coffee Roasters. And thank you to them. And also Just Angels, gifts from the heart, custom religious items, justangelsonline.com. Folks, it's a happening. All you have to do is log on at the website, depetro.com. Good afternoon to everybody, uh, everyone tuning in on Facebook Live. And as I was mentioning, once you're there, you just uh, scroll down. First of all, on the right-hand side of the uh, Facebook page, you'll see uh, where it says listen live. Folks, as always, support real news, support depetro.com. But then below that, you see what we call the dashboard, and you'll see contact, advertise, and then shop. Click on the shop, and there's so many great great items uh, in there. Make great gifts shipped anywhere you want, all unique items. And we have some terrific new items that are there now, such as Armour Rhode Island Red. You get the face mask. You have the sticker. You have the uh, the mug. Some uh, tremendous things at all there. You also have the uh, John DePietro Show face mask that uh, Megan made popular coming uh, onto the program. And the, the adorable little Eva. And then you also have, hey, how about for Halloween? This makes a great Halloween costume. You have a, hey, it's Mad for Mally's face mask. I love this. Folks, look at that. How about just, that's all you have to wear going out for Halloween. Halloween, as Governor Mundy said, is on. You also have the uh, calamari comeback face mask with the ninja holding the calamari. McNamara looking like a blind man. It's all right there. It's the happening. And then uh, the very, very popular Mayor of Baby Omar face mask, which uh, people are buying. And again, this makes a great, you know, if you're going to wear something for Halloween, all you have to do is wear that and there's your costume. So it's it's really like a Halloween costume in uh, in many ways. So it's a happening. It's all at the website, topetro.com. This portion of the program, folks, welcome to lunchtime on this Thursday. Now, if it's time for a new roof, you know, I don't care <coughs> what your home looks like. I apologize for the cough. I need to install a, a cough button here with the Jacqueline Claire Studios that we're in. But um, if it's time for a new roof, call R&R Roofing today. All work is guaranteed. You know, if you have a problem with your roof, it really doesn't matter what the rest of your home is like. So call R&R Roofing. All work guaranteed. Free estimate. Over 40 years in business. The owner, Richard Rossi. Folks, he's the real deal. All types of shingle flat roofs. The next few weeks and months. Traveling is still not an option. And people are investing in their home. And one way to invest in your home is a new roof with R&R Roofing. Call them today. 401 401- 823-1330-401-823-1330-the-website-is-r-and-r-roofing-ri.com. Again, free estimate, all work guaranteed, R&R Roofing. If you're listening on this Thursday and you're thinking of getting a new roof, replacing your roof, and this is a perfect time to do it, it's a great investment in your home. Um, it adds value to your home, as a matter of fact. If you're one of those people, at least call them for a free estimate. R&R Roofing. 823-1330. 823-1330 for R&R Roofing. Well, folks, again, good afternoon. Um, I want to thank Attorney Tim Dodd. We had him on last hour. If you missed any of that, you just go to the website, petro.com and then you click on Radio Show. You know, I should demonstrate that as well, actually, for everyone uh, tuning in on Facebook Live. And the crowds on Facebook Live have just been uh, really fantastic. So thank you to everyone. Folks, again, that's why I want to thank everyone. <coughs> why we were voted best radio talk show host by the readers of Rhode Island Monthly. Over 100,000 votes cast. <clears throat> Did Pork Boy win? No. Did Captain Cliche uh, St. Pierre win? Of course not. Did The Cackle? What are you kidding me? No. Juan won it. So thank you. Give everyone a thumbs up. For voting, but again, if you ever miss anything, all you do is you go to the website and you click on radio show. For instance, if you missed uh, Attorney Tim Dodd, you just click on that, 
And then, uh, again, that's another product of the great Jeff Gamach, <clears throat> who was brilliant to come up with that. Also, folks, you'll also notice I'm very happy with petro.com We also have the rotating stories for those of you who haven't checked it. So it's the menu, the top stories that are on the website <clears throat> that you can read, get a chance of it. And one of the things is, and we um, <clears throat> have the story, and allures a move towards slave reparations. So the Boston Globe, to their credit, Dan McGowan, he came out with the story. We have a story on it. And now even the Providence Journal is writing about it. Folks, this is... Wherever you're listening right now, you have to understand, if you're listening in Lincoln or Cumberland, um, the city of Providence receives over $300 million a year from people in the state. And so, you know, in Providence, which is so reliant on uh, state aid and and, uh, different forms of aid, this is outrageous that he's they, they don't have any money. And Mayor Alorza, I'm going to play for you. He was speaking to the residents and telling them, and, and this is becoming, it's, it's like a lottery. This business of guaranteed income, the city of Providence doesn't have, have the money to do guaranteed income for anyone. They can really barely pay their bills <clears throat> in the fact that they're already top heavy to begin with and that Alorza is moving into this direction. And this is all a bid. That he is, in fact, you know, going to run for governor, the mayor of Providence, Mayor Larson, who's very progressive, and he has been absent. I, I think, you know, the, he the city's obviously gotten worse under him. I feel terrible for a lot of the businesses in Providence. Um, I enjoy, you know, the city, and those of you that have um, followed, we've obviously, <clears throat> um, uh, you know, have done a lot of coverage there. I'm looking at some of the headlines so that um, Mattiello law, money laundering trial is still on target for October 5th. That should be uh, very, very interesting to say the least, especially if Pork Boy is forced to to take the stand. But the fact that Alorza is continuing to move in this direction of guaranteed income. Folks, as, as those of you that work know, th- there's no such thing that is so unhealthy if you know to to move in that direction uh to do that to people it becomes an entitlement it becomes how, how, how do you get people off that one of the <clears throat> one of the largest problems of any government programs you have is to then try to get the people off that to try to get them off it and to you know move without depending on the monthly checks that they get. Mayor Alorza joins mayors for a guaranteed income. It's just so preposterous. Uh, This business with, you know, with the fact Mayor Alorza, this pandemic has greatly affected people that are black, indigenous, and also people that are undocumented immigrants, and it's affected them the most. You know, that's where I take exception. You know, if you're listening right now on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, and again, folks, there's, there's so many different ways you can listen. You can listen on Alexa, you just search WNRI, Simple Radio. But the website, a lot of people listen online. <clears throat> how can you say that, or how can he, he say, is what I mean, is how can he say that the pandemic is affecting them more than others? It's affecting everyone. How many people listening right now? Maybe your children are home because they're not... In school, how many people were, you know, you lost your job, you're unemployed, or you work for someone and business is, is terrible. Right around Providence, you can't, you can't just say it's it's greatly impacted people in the black community. And, and, and for Lorsa to say, you know, it's greatly impacted a lot of illegal people undocumented, it's affected everyone. This has affected everyone. And by the way, the virus has... <clears throat> killed off different people have died from the virus all across the the spectrum so this business that somehow they're you know they've really felt the impact of this whole thing far more than anyone else you know as you're out in your white privilege suburban home in cumberland or you know as you're with your white supremacist neighbors in lincoln or smithfield you know the poor undocumented people and Providence are really feeling the brunt of it. Excuse me. 
you know, they, they didn't <clears throat> they didn't have to come into the country. You lured them to the country. That much we know. But this business of a guaranteed income, and as much as he is saying, oh, it would only be for a period of time and Rhode Island would be a better place if we started to give guaranteed income. He made a promise that he could. He wrote a check that he couldn't cover. Let's be very clear. And anyone that's ever <clears throat> handled a checkbook, right, one of the first things you have to do is balance, you know, is balance your account. And the fact is that when he had the press conference to announce that the city of Providence was going to start giving out cash reparations to make up for slavery in 1695, he decided to do that. That doesn't mean I have to cover his promise. It doesn't mean you have to cover his promise. You know, he, he the mayor, Mayor Lorza likes to say, well, we have an, an old expression in Guatemala that says, you know, I, I'm, I'm not so interested in an old expression from Guatemala. Why don't we just stick with some old expressions in the United States, which is everybody works. Everyone has to carry their own weight. I'm enough of this of, uh, you know, there's an old expression in Guatemala. What do you mean this old expression? Slavery from 1695. So they want you to pay, pay people because in Providence, in 1695, they were involved in the slave trade. Like, is, it, is there any rational person that's on board with that other than the progressives? But the problem is, folks, he continues to make promises to a lot of the residents of his city that, that he just that he can't keep. But he expects you to then have to pay for it. You know, someone sent me this clip of him again making more promises to people about this guaranteed income and slave reparations. <clears throat> and the fact that he's making these promises should not impact, you know, your life and my life. Tension residents of Providence. Very soon, your days of working are coming to an end. That working will be for the other people. It's the least these white supremacists can do for you. I want to make sure from Oneyville to South Providence, from Prairie Avenue, to Chalkstone, to the Armory, to Fox Point, the days of guaranteed income are coming. The white privilege enjoyed by the racists among us must be corrected. People of Providence, make me your governor, and you will never work another day in your life. Think of me as your amigo. The least they can do is give you a monthly allowance to make up for their white supremacist ways. You know, I can't, uh, folks, listen to much more of this. It's um, the fact, again, that's uh, Mayor Lorza you heard in the background. Um, This whole business of that you're racist, you're a white supremacist. You know, Providence had slavery, were part of the slave trade in 1695. And as a result of that, it is time that the current residents, as he says, from Cumberland to Lincoln, Smithfield, to the people around the state to start to pay for it. My family, I'll I'll be first. You know, this is, I don't want to say it's every man for himself, but my family was not here in 1695. I mean, my family... Uh, I believe we, on my father's side, they made their way over from Italy. I think we tracked it somewhere. You know when you have to do the family tree as a project? Um, And one of our listeners, Mike Degnan, is great at this. He tracked both sides of my family. Um, I'm pretty sure the DePetros landed. We landed first in Boston, took a wrong turn, and ended up in Providence. But I think it was around 1890. So whatever was going on before then, I'm not... 
I'm not trying to get up and skirt out as the bill is arriving. But, folks, I'm not let you know the chain. We know the Chafees were here. Chafee was one of the original families. Why don't we have uh, Governor Gump and some of the original families pay for some of this stuff? But, folks, as as anyone will tell you, and again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro show. You know, I'm not going to give him a free pass. From what I understand, down the dial, uh, Pork Boy, Cackle, the rest of them. This is See, this is why you voted for me, best of Rhode Island, best of, is they, they won't knock Alorza. And they got rid of those guys, um, Mike Collins and Chris Maxwell. You know, they, they knocked them off the, the year. Because they were criticizing Mayor Alorza. He's the one in elected office. He's the one coming up with these, this whole business of guaranteed income. Alorza is the one <clears throat> that is talking about reparations and trying to make up for the fact that in 1695 the slave trade was alive in Rhode Island. If, if you want to start anywhere, I, I mean, you know who made a fortune, obviously, in the slave trade was was John Brown, the Brown family. Now, again, it was a long time ago. And now they run an international university, Brown University. But notice like he doesn't throw rocks there. Why is it that the, as he calls it, and you know, I really take issue with this element that if you're white and you live, you're listening to me right now. Let me check what time, 1222 on this Thursday. If you decide to live in Cumberland or Lincoln or Smithfield, North Smithfield, North, wherever, Johnston, that... It doesn't mean you're a racist because you choose to live in the suburbs. And nor should you be forced to pay for people. There, there, I hear from different people that say that there are jobs open and they can't get people to take the jobs. So I, I, I really take exception that this whole argument that Mayor Lorza makes about white privilege, white supremacy, you know, and the lead. You know, I also take exception with the whole element of the least we can do, we put up with a lot with Providence. I mean, you can't argue against that. Providence in many ways. Look at the way there. You know, the Boston Globe has a story that the, the teachers, and that's another thing that the media was hiding. In uh, the, the, the teachers were not returning to the classroom. All the Providence teachers are saying, oh, there was a, a major problem with virtual learning. In the city of Providence. Yeah, that's because, you know, there was, I, I think the, uh, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe has a story of there were the number of teachers that were not going in on Providence. But my, my point is, and, and people just tolerate that. And, and I am glad that Dan McGowan, who we have on um, <clears throat> every Wednesday from the Boston Globe, that he, you know, dug into it and found out that the, the real problem that went on where the teachers union was so sneaky was clear pattern of teachers who failed to contact students for virtual learning. Think of that. You know, Providence sees a pattern of teachers didn't contact students for virtual learning. Clear patterns emerged to identify a handful of teachers who had not met expectations for family outreach. And yet, why wasn't the media covering that? Now, I'll give credit because Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, he did have the story. But as far as I know, pretty much the media, in, in many ways, gave a complete free pass to the Providence Teachers Union with how they were handling the back to school. And they were trying to allow them to shape, shape the narrative. So I, um, I, I do give credit, you know, that, that whether, whether you like her or not, that was a big win by Governor Raimondo. The fact that she did not fall prisoner to the unions. And who were completely trying to get them to destroy, you know, going back to school. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, and we're going to uh, take a talk to a caller in just a moment. But it's brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Now, listen, if you're thinking of residential, commercial, seal coating or patios, J, letter J, J. Perry Paving will always provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. They are committed to stay on schedule all projects. Call for a free estimate any project. J. Perry Paving. Think of Aerosmith and Joe Perry. It's J. Perry Paving. 732-1730. 
732, hold on, Leah, 1730 for J. Perry Paving. Look for them online at jperrypaving.com, jperrypaving.com, or call them at 732 732- 1730. Their work is tremendous. Residential asphalt driveway, now is the time. Maybe you need to have it done. At least call them for a free quote. They do great work. It's J. Perry Paving. Well, folks, from time to time, I do like to talk with uh, different callers and listeners. And one of them is our friend um, Leah. Good afternoon, Leah. Hi, John. Leah, I want to start off with with the media, I think, is so unfair, is as a nurse... You know, Biden clearly is not up to the task of able to do a back and forth with the press or reporters. Leah, they they continue to hide him. And I I mean, again, it is normal for someone in his age group to maybe start start to slow down a little. But he he has slowed down a lot. I I don't think he's physically up to the job of being president. No, honestly. Um I have a relative that has, in the moderate stages of Alzheimer's, I'm not trying to, you know, diagnose anyone, I'm not a physician, I was a nurse, still am, nobody's taken my license away, but I can see it, it's exactly what that person went through at the beginning, exactly, he's just, and he looks like he's a little, even worse, actually, because he looks around, it looks like he's lost, I mean, he can't keep his train of thought, neither can I sometimes the guy's on his truth, but I mean, this man is running as the leader of the free world. It's ridiculous, and and the and the idiot things that he does, like the other day, played some Spanish song and pretended to dance around. He looked like a puppet, a muppet. That's what he looked like. I mean, who does that? Could you imagine if Trump ever did that? Oh my God! I, I, I just cannot. <laughs> stand these people and these are not slips and if they are they're Freudian slips keeps introducing this whole debacle of him running as president as the Harris Harris Biden administration that's right she does it and he does it you know right damn well that's what it's going to be and you know right damn well that's why Nancy Pelosi doesn't want any um uh, you know, always making remarks no matter what Trump does, you know, world peace. Uh, she doesn't even want them to debate because she said he's not worthy of it. Because guess what? Something happens to Harris, she's in line to be the president. That's right. It's mind-boggling to me with that idiot. Yep. She is a complete idiot. You know, the uh, Abraham Accord, like the Camp David Accord, is, it means a lot. I mean, it, it means the world is going to change. And they couldn't even give President Trump credit for that. I am so sick and tired of these people. But getting back to what you were saying about white privilege, and, yes. I, and I'm so sick of that. Wait a minute. Doesn't Eliza have uh, Central American privilege? He's a minority and he's a mayor. Yes. I mean, I don't see a Nicole Alexander Scott standing up on the stage. I mean, does she have black privilege because she's a physician? No. And she doesn't need this uh, reparation money? How about uh, Jerome Adams? He's a Surgeon General, that young kid that used to be standing near uh, Trump all the time. Does does he, uh, I don't hear him complaining about black privilege. You know, it's amazing, Leah. It's amazing that uh, the business of a a, to get where they—that's what the American dream is all about. Yes, working hard and making it. This business of guaranteed income, Leah. You know, we've—you've seen and we've talked about for years. If if someone starts to vote for the Democrats, yes, yeah. But on top of that, it's it's very difficult if someone starts to rely on that they're going to receive, you know, two to three thousand dollars a month. It's it's almost impossible to weed them off that because they can't think beyond it. They start to think that they're entitled to that kind of money. Well, it, it's welfare for life. Listen, John, the bottom line is my grandparents didn't know any slaves. I don't know any slaves. Did right. you? No. No, not I at all. Break here. Yeah. You know, and all this <clears throat> indigenous stuff about indigenous people and all, I can't take it anymore. I mean, they had a lot of rituals that were kind of uh, hideous. I mean, skinning people alive, and I could go on and on and on. But, I mean, I, I, I'm not paying for the sins of people that did things three and not 350 years ago. Right. And, and, Leah, not only that, a lot of the Irish that came to America was to escape slavery. The Irish were slaves. Yeah. And what about the Italians? They were yes. spit on, 
Yeah. Called out my filthy name in the book. I don't see them banging down the doors for reparations. Give me a break. No. And you know what else is... The the argument for that is, oh, well, they weren't brought here as slaves. Well, if you take a look at the books, they weren't. No, they weren't shackled, I have to say that. But they they came to make a better life. And it's unfortunate. It was a horrible time in our history. But we have to... It's called moveon.org. Yeah. After 300 (laughs) years... But Leah, you know, this whole business with the Lorza and the progressives in Rhode Island, it is certainly something to watch because they are gaining power. And but Leah, they're also they're not on board with Biden. I don't see any Biden signs. I don't see any Biden rallies. I don't see any enthusiasm for Biden. I'm telling you, Leah, the whole thing that they galvanized around is just people that are against the president. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I have some Facebook friends and they're Italian and Oh, you have to be a love guy. Uh, no matter what he did, he could faint on the stage, and they'd be they trying to pick him up and pop him up. That's basically what they're doing now. And uh, they, when you ask them what they don't like about Trump, oh, he's ruining the country, and he has our, the orange-faced idiot. That's all I can say. And one of the Facebook things I got over the weekend was that uh, Trump lied to us about the pandemic, and some idiot put on, oh, it's like... Uh, if I had a cancer diagnosis, this person did have a cancer diagnosis, so did I, but cancer. And how about if the doctor came out and said, oh, it's nothing? You can't just say, oh, what a great analogy. No, the best analogy is when the World Trade Center towers were coming down, and Andy Codd whispered in Bush's ear. You didn't see him jump up. He knew a hell of a lot more than we did when he was reading to those kids. You didn't see him jump up and say the world, you know, it's going to end. You know, they were going to have more hits to the White House. That's he didn't right. do that. No. Calm the nation. And that's what physicians do, too. That's a good point, Leah. These, and- these people are stupid. They're just stupid when I read these things on Facebook. You know, they make no sense at all because they have no real argument about Trump. Because I'm sure and they live in beautiful houses, these people. And I'm sure their husbands' portfolios are, are off the charts because of the stock market. Everybody goes, oh, stock market. Yeah, most Americans aren't in the stock market. That's how stupid they are. Teachers' union, firemen' union, yep. a police union—all tied up in the stock market. That's right, Leah. You know? And not not only that. I mean, it was it was after Pearl Harbor. I mean, the famous words of President Roosevelt was the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Fear I mean, itself. part of the role of the president is to remain calm even in the face of a pandemic. But you know, it's also the way they phrase and take it out. Hey, Leah, you know what else? We're um, Woodward is also disingenuous, and the media hasn't said anything about this. But I was mentioning this the other day. If you've heard some of the tapes that they play, you hear him say, uh, all of a sudden, he he said that a part of the book is uh, Mr. Woodward, hold for the president. And that's how they would call. And you'll hear that when you hear the operator of the White House say, Mr. Woodward, hold for the president. And then you hear President Trump say, hello there, Bob. And then Woodward says, hold on, Mr. President, let me turn on the recorder. You know I'd like to record this. Nalia, he was lying to the president because he gives him the impression that when you're talking then, you're not recording. But we're listening to him saying, let me turn on the recorder because he's already recording. So therefore, if you then call and every time you do that, I say, Leah, hold on, let me turn on the recorder. You think that there are gaps of time before I do that, that we could talk maybe off the record. No one calls out Woodward on that. He was lying when he would say, Mr. President, hold on, let me turn on the recorder, because he was already recording him. Yep, he's a goof. I don't pay any attention to what he says. Yeah. I really don't. And I just see, it's so obvious, when the president, I just knew, and I used to say to everybody I know, listen, we're going to have a vaccine by October, mark my words. And... My ex was a physician used to say the same thing. Listen, if we can put a man on the moon, we can certainly speed this up. They're all acting, all these Democrats, as if Trump is in a basement, a white coat with two beakers mixing it himself. And they're doing the whole country a disservice by telling people that I wouldn't, like uh, Camilla, Camilla Harris, I wouldn't take that. If Trump says take it, then I won't take it. Right. Like he's making the vaccine. Are you kidding me? And then yesterday that Dr. Redfield came out and said that 
oh no, uh, we're not going to, we're just going to have enough for, you know, first responders and, and we won't have enough for this country until uh, the third quarter of the of uh, 2021. That's bull. They already said they have 100 million doses coming out and then another 350 we're getting. Hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. These people, it's so obvious what they're trying to do with the riots, with the whole thing about the vaccine. They're bending over backwards not to have anything good happen before the election. I cannot wait for the debates. Uh, and I really, I really, really think, you know, Trump says he wants to have a drug test. I think he should. I think he should because they are going to give, they're going to give Biden something. They are. And I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not. But they're going to give him something. Mark my words. And it's not going to be coffee. What, what would they get? What could they give Biden, Leah, that what would help him? him? You know, like you see that stuff advertised on TV, over the counter, like Prevagen and all this crap. But there's Adderall. There's a lot of things they can give him. What do you think? You know, when kids are ADHD, they give them Adderall and that keeps them focused and they get their marks in school, go up and so forth and so on. You know, they can do that in small doses. It has to build up in your system. Who knows if he isn't taking it now? There's a lot of things they can do. Hmm. So do you think, is that something that they would give maybe Biden and that could help him in a debate performance? Sure. I see. Okay. Make you more focused anyway. Yeah. Folks, good afternoon. It might not be good for your heart, but it can make you more focused. Yeah. But you know, John, one thing I want to say, which is kind of off the subject. Have you, I'm sure you've seen the video of the two police that were um, shot at, one in the head and one in the Yes, yes. In California. Yes. You see the person running up. To me, tell me if I'm wrong or not. That doesn't look, that almost looks, if you look at the legs, they look like little stick legs. It almost looks like a woman's or like a child's body. Have you noticed that? Oh, yes, I have noticed that. Yeah, it's a t- Isn't that weird? It is. You mean something very strange about whoever shot them. And it, maybe they had, like, packing on them or something. Like, oh, they call it, like, a Pickwickian syndrome, like, pick, uh, you know, from... Um, on the Christmas story there, it's like a barreled chest with skinny legs. That's almost what that person looks like on the film, which could be distorted, but the legs are what gets me. They look like sticks. You don't think, I mean, they, they do have gang initiation. You don't think that that was maybe a, almost like a young child and that's why they look so oh, short? Yeah. Oh, a girl, maybe. It almost looks like girl, woman's legs, you know what I'm saying? Huh. You know, that's a very good point. It is odd that they can't find someone that short. It almost that, looks like a, a young, yeah, like a, a, a little person that ran up like a yeah, dwarf a almost. Person, yeah, yeah. looks young. Whatever it is, it, you know, I, it's just blowing my mind. I, I hope they catch something. Oh, my God. And the way that they use the two hands that way, maybe it was, maybe it was a young girl. Yeah, that, I, I'm just so, um, I'm so perplexed by that whole thing. It doesn't look like it. What you see when you see no. some of these videos. At, it's odd. At all, at You're right, all. Leah. It's odd that they haven't caught who did that, by the way. There's a reward out there. They, you know, they're probably looking for some guy, gang member, whatever. And I don't know. Maybe they're looking in the wrong place. Yeah. Leah, Leah, let me ask you this. Governor Amundo has come down in her approval rating, now down to 60%. Why, why do you think that is? Why did Governor Amundo have a high approval rating, and why do you think now it's come down? Why do I think it's come down? Yeah. I, I really don't know because I think by she, she, like, unlike some of the other governors or mayors of these Democratic uh, cities and states who won't allow their kids to go back to school, she's allowing it and seems to be upset that Providence and Pops of Warwick haven't done what they're supposed to do, which I think is a good thing that she wants the kids back in school. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So why her, why it went down, I don't know. Well, what, are you, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, you know, they've all come down. I mean, she really hasn't changed her attitude no. or anything. And yeah. I think it just happens to all, you know, I think all of them, they have, a, you know, when certain things happen, they have a high, a high, um, they have a high approval rating. And then it just starts to, I think it's natural. It just starts to come well, down. You can't continue to. Yeah. And I think that, you know, people are realizing that um, going back to school, is, I heard that 
oh, there are some schools already with one teacher and one kid that has it, who had it first, you know, chicken or the egg type thing. I, I don't know. Hmm. But um, I think people are starting to realize, I honestly do, because I talk to a lot of people, whether it's at my sons and stuff like that. People, a lot of people at the beginning were afraid to say they like Trump. No, I can't believe that. I mean, because we're a democratic state. Yeah. Oh, I used to be a Democrat, no more. Look at Leo Terrell on, on Hannity. Yes, yeah. The attorney, he was such a staunch Democrat, right? But I think that people are starting to realize, if they have a brain in their head, that, uh, yes, we will get a vaccine. We are the greatest country in the world. We will get a vaccine. There are a lot of new things that have come, coming out for, have come out for as far as um, things to help you while you're in the hospital, you know, the plasma, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think people are starting to realize that, you know, um, things aren't going to be doomsday like at the beginning we were told that you know we're going to have this with us by with folks by years and years fine let the virus stay around for years and years just give us give me the vaccine i don't care how long it's around right. as long as i have antibodies for it yep. and then you have the whole group of people that don't want to take vaccines well that's the people thing leah understand yeah that you know vaccines and antibiotics are the what keeps this world going. If we did, you know, what kept us from having half the world going with just measles, for example, yep. or smallpox. You know, what people are just, you know, oh no, anytime I get the flu shot, I get the flu. That's not true. No. It can't happen. Yeah. And there's, even if they, I'm going to let go you go, on. but even, even when we get a vaccine, there are people that they don't get flu shots. They, they, they don't. They don't take those things. They they still won't use the vaccine. Lee, it's good to catch up with you. Uh, stay well, and we'll talk to you again very soon. You too. All right. Yep. Thank you, folks. This is our friend Leah, regular caller of mine. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Akai Berry. Uh, remember the website, A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I. Akai Berry, this incredible antioxidant. It comes in this beautiful bottle. You can pick it up at Dave's in East Greenwich. Dave's Marketplace in East Greenwich, and also It's My Health in Cumberland, Akai Berry. This is an uh, incredible blend fueled by disease-fighting, the Akai Berry, and uh, you can check it out on the website. But this incredible antioxidant, it really replenishes your body. It keeps you nice and healthy, you and your family, and you only need a little bit each morning. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I.com, Akai Berry. Check it out. Incredible nutritional factors. But uh, this will keep you nice and healthy. The the incredible Akai Berry. And as I mentioned, it's available at It's My Health in Cumberland and also at Dave's in East Greenwich. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's uh, John DePietro, 1244 on this Thursday. Again, this is one of those days we go until 2 o'clock. I'm seeing a headline. We're going to have a uh, guest from the Trump campaign uh, coming up next hour. But I did just see a headline on the um, the Drudge Report that I find surprising. Trump camp, we don't need Florida to win. <coughs> They're saying that Arizona, uh, Martha McSally, who's originally from Rhode Island, she looks like she, she is behind in Arizona, and she could lose that race uh, to Gabby Gifford's husband. But Trump campaign plots winning map without Florida, but insists it won't be needed. So that's the first time I'm seeing this. And this is from McClatchy, who is um, very inside politics. President Trump's campaign a year ago envisioned an election scenario where the president expanded the boundaries of electoral politics by winning every state he won four years ago and adding a half dozen. The ideal election, now a distant dream. Trump advises the final weeks, mapped out more dire possibilities, could could lose key states like Florida and still win re-election by conquering a series of upper Midwest states. One scenario has Trump losing Florida and Arizona, but still receiving 270. Another scenario shows the president losing North Carolina and Florida and receiving 272. Um, Let's see, director of battleground strategy. Now, by no means do we think the president is not going to carry Florida. Bill Steffen, who is the campaign manager, he says they are definitely going to win Florida. I think President Trump is going to win Florida. I think so. To me, Florida seems to be the key state. 
But without Florida, 29 electoral college votes, the president would be reliant on a trio of upper Midwest battleground states. He narrowly won in 2016. Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and maybe add New Hampshire or Minnesota in order to win a second term. In all five of those states, he's um, not as strong as he is in Florida. Uh, let's see. The Trump campaign insists he could lose a combination of Florida and Arizona. Boy, Arizona was always a red state. But, folks, this is one of the problems when you have all the illegals coming up over the border and then they just settle there in Arizona. And uh, in North Carolina, they were going to have the that's where the um, convention was going to be. And it had to be canceled, obviously. But um, we do know that Florida is without and, and voting in Florida starts very, very soon. So I don't see, you know, it's tough to see the enthusiasm for the Biden campaign. Chris Rock, the comedian, he's out with statements today saying they the Democrats wasted way too much time on impeachment. They shouldn't have been focusing on impeachment. So that leads you to think that they are definitely concerned. But one thing that it is important for people to be out in front. And whether it is in Rhode Island or Massachusetts or, you know, if the Trump people feel they can win New Hampshire, this would be good because then he would probably come back and visit New Hampshire again. Um, It's so tough when you get the people from other states crashing in, such as in 2016, it certainly seems that the Trump people won New Hampshire. But a lot of people from Massachusetts that have either ski houses or lake houses in New Hampshire they then will use those regist- uh, registrations and they voted there. So now I want to just also touch on the um, very. Oh, boy, this is new, man. Um, let's see. Man stabbed to death inside Providence Place Mall. Let's see. I had not seen this. Did this just. A man was stabbed to death Thursday in the food court of Providence Place. Victim taken to the hospital. Oh, wow. Today? My goodness. Let me go to Twitter and see what's there. Let's see what we have there, folks. Wow, that's different. I had not seen that. Um, let me just pull that up. And again, right now is 1248. And I want to pull that up. Huh. I don't see. Well, Channel 10 has it. Let me see who else. Let me quickly go. Who um, Who else may have that story? It must be really just developing. Providence Place Mall. It said it happened uh, just today. So... In the food court during the day? That's, hmm. Let me, uh, folks, again, I apologize. I may have to push it off to next time. I want to see if I, um, nope. Parker Gavigan, breaking. Mall victim has died. Man stabbed inside Providence Place Mall. Um, that's all the details I am seeing right now on that. Man stabbed inside Providence Place. Providence Police investigating a stabbing at Providence Place Mall. This morning? That was first posted 24 minutes ago by Parker Gavigan. Now they're saying that the person has died. See, folks, this is the thing with the knives. You know, there's such an, um, there's so much talk about the gun violence, but... Uh, These people carry knives. And I've told you about a lot of the protesters that carry knives. They had that person that was arrested. Let me see if Channel 12 has anything. Right now, Parker Gavigan is the only one that has this story. We'll see if there's going to be a uh, press briefing later. Stabbed inside. You know, and Channel 10 has a a story about how things are right now. um, All right, I'm seeing this. Uh, Let's see. Granted to it. Uh, breaking Providence Police tell they're investigating a homicide that happened inside the mall. Let me see if Anita Buffoni has anything. Uh, it was a stabbing homicide inside the mall. Someone was stabbed to death inside Providence Place Mall. Channel 10 just did a uh, 
Brandon Tewitt, Providence police detectives have sectioned off a portion of the third floor with crime scene tape. Um, shut down one of the escalators leading from the second floor to the third. Whew. Wow. Providence police are investigating a fatal stabbing inside Providence Place Mall. Most of the police activity is centered around the food court on the third floor. So, folks, at right now at 1251, this is obviously a, a developing story. Wow. Um, deadly stabbing at the mall during the day. During the day? Whew. In the food court? Person stabbed killed sometime around 11 this morning? Holy cow. All right, we this is developing. We will have uh, more on that as uh, the situation unfolds. <clears throat> more violence in the city as Mayor Alorza is talking about reparations. This portion of the John DePietro show on this Thursday, folks, is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Thursday at 1252. Boy, that news is very surprising. Because of the fact that I've been uh, covering the governor's press press briefings, I am in and out of that mall quite a bit. And I have, have I been there? Oh, I've been a little after, sometimes before 11, sometimes after that. I don't go up to the food court area, but the problem with knives in Providence is a major problem. But again, uh, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Call them today, 401-710-7096. If you're having any type of problem with one of your appliances, call Ryan. As we like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it's a washer, dryer, or whether it is a microwave. Now, we've had Ryan has come out and uh, fixed we had a problem with our dryer. You do a wash and then suddenly it wouldn't turn on. And then he fixed that in about five minutes. Needed a new belt. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. I've, I've told the story. I went to make microwave popcorn. Innocent enough. And then, boom, the uh, microwave popcorn would not work. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. As he say, folks, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. So this is obviously a huge news. Homicide. Someone stabbed inside Providence Place Mall. Oh, my goodness. Terrible. Thank you. Someone is uh, giving more details about it, which I'm going to follow up with during the uh, one o'clock news. (coughs) Let me just follow else. Again, this is uh, all brand new happening this morning. Let me see. I know that um, that is just uh, terrible. My goodness. A stabbing inside the mall. Well, they carry knives without question. They carry knives. Now, Channel 12 has Brandon Tewitt on the scene. He does not have any other uh, update. Most of the police activity seems to be around the food court. They've shut down one of the escalators. Um, and let me see if uh, Parker Gavigan is, uh, he also was tweeting about this, as a matter of fact. So, of uh, NBC 10. But this is a. Uh, very dramatic, folks. And here you have Mayor Alorza is um, the mall victim has died. So now you have a murder inside Providence Place Mall at 11 o'clock in the morning. Now, I don't know, and we're not going to jump to conclusions, but or until we get more evidence. But you you almost wonder, You, I mean, at that time of the morning, was this possibly some kids that should be in school, but they're not in school because of the virus, and they're supposed to be doing distance learning, which did not work very well. As a matter of fact, it didn't work well at all in Providence. So we don't 
I haven't heard anything about any suspects yet or anything like that. We'll see if we can find out more. Juan will be on the case in the 1 o'clock news. Folks, if anything, this is another reason why you need to call our friend John Francis. Competition shooting supplies. Now, listen, if Biden gets in office, the progressives, they want to move. They want to take away your weapons. They want to take away your ammo. Visit my friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies today, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call him at 727-1716, 727-1716, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Stop in and see our leader, John Francis, at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street. Folks, you have firearms, ammunition, accessories. Remember, when they say defund the police, you say Competition Shooting Supplies. Easy to get to. Exit 2A, exit 2A, right off of 95. You just take that, you go past the Attleboro train station, and then you're going to find yourself right there at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket, or stop in or call John Francis, 727-1716. We have him on each week. He is my gun guy to give you an idea of what's available. But stop in and see them. If you're looking for guns and ammo, when everybody is, stop in and see John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, listen, on this Thursday, if you ever find yourself in an accident, were you in an accident, someone hit your car or a family member or someone you work with? Take your vehicle to West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 272-3340. 272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 272-3340. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. If you're ever in an accident, it's someone, a drunk driver, someone texting and driving, whether it's a small fender bender or a nearly total vehicle, you can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. If your vehicle is damaged and the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this car over to West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny, it's Patricia. They'll repair your vehicle, get it back on the road. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, it's John DePietro on this Thursday, and uh, we do have breaking news. Someone was apparently, we're going to try to get more details, but stabbed and killed at Providence Place Mall in the food court area. This morning, uh, sometime around 11 o'clock. Now, details are still sketchy, but there was actually a homicide. Someone was killed inside inside Providence Place Mall. 11 o'clock in the morning, man stabbed to death inside the mall. So someone's got, uh, Channel 10 has a photo of uh, someone lying there seemingly to be attended to. And then Channel 10 also has a story. Closures hit Providence Place during pandemic. So we don't have uh, any details. We're going to try to get more. Here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. We'll try to get some more details on this developing story. That We are also going to speak with someone from the Trump campaign coming up next hour. It's John DePietro on this Thursday. Folks, stay with us. A lot more ahead. Remember, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. A lot more ahead next hour. But again, the big news, man stabbed to death inside Providence Place Mall. My goodness. We're going to try to get more details uh, for you on this breaking story. Right now, it's 1 o'clock.